If you've got a little story you need to share, pull up a chair, he'll listen. Despite of the name and despite of the logo, there's definitely no knitting on this show. Called Good Good Yarns. Alright, how's it going? Welcome to another episode of Good Yarns. My name's Shab Wicker and this is a storytelling podcast where each week I get to sit down with a brand new guest who shares an outrageous and often quite funny story from their life. Apologies for the lateness of this episode. I was uh, trying to get this one together in time. I was on a tour, actually, with a very funny guy who's been on the show before, actually, um, Jacques Barrett and Jake Smith, uh, doing a few stand-up shows through Far North Queensland. And unfortunately, the uh, episode kind of didn't get finished. Once, I also lost the file as well, but... We are back on track. This week's app features uh, Matt Ford. Now, you may have seen Matt uh, perform. I call him Fordo, so I'll be calling him Matt from now on. You may have seen Fordo uh, perform if you have caught shows uh, like Aboriginal LOL at the Melbourne Comedy Festival or at uh, the Adelaide Fringe Festival or even around Australia. He does a lot of performing around the country back when gigs were a thing. Uh, he's based in Brizzy, and uh, his story this week was pretty cool. I mean... They always got this, uh, that whole, what's that saying, where it's like, never meet your idols, uh, because, you know, usually they'll kind of disappoint you or whatnot. But um, I've butchered the saying. <laughs> but he actually got the opportunity to meet one of his idols. He is a big fan of the late, great Bob Hawke, former Prime Minister of Australia, one of the greats. Uh, and he's also known for many other things, including um, the record of sculling a beer. But... Uh, he got to meet Bob Hawke at a very interesting spot. It was right after a strange, strange gig he had to perform at the Woodford Folk Festival in Queensland. Uh, I'll let him tell you the stories of how he ended up there and a crazy, very strange gig that culminated in him meeting one of his idols. A great Bob Hawke story for you on Good Yarns. Enjoy. <laughs> Folk festivals, uh, a folk festival up on the halfway between Brisbane and the Sunshine Coast, mm. up on the Woodford Mountain, and it's I love it. It's just hippies, like hippie central, dude. And anyway, so this year that I was at Woodford, because uh, Bob Hawke, you know, he'd go to Woodford every year. So he was known to go there every year. Yeah, every year. In fact, the dude who runs Woodford, he lives on site there. He has a house, massive like mansion or something. And uh, he invites Bob every year, or used to invite Bob every year, and Bob would stay in old mate's place and he'd camp. Yeah, right. At Woodford. And yeah, you'd just see him, you'd see him and his wife just walking around and stuff like that. He'd get up and sing, <laughs> sing, sing Waltzing Matilda and all that kind of stuff. Wild. One of his old Union songs. And I used to love him. I love Hawkey. Um, I've read all the books about him and stuff like that. Yeah, right. And I've read all of his wife's books as well. She's a brilliant writer. A lot of great books about French aristocracy. Right. Yeah. Uh, fucking hell. So I was always fucking... You're in. You're I an was, Uber I, I was, yeah, I was pumped to see Hawkey. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Mates, you, you can scull a beer <laughs> and be an intellectual. You're my man. So uh, so you're, what year were you at Woodford when this kind of went down? This would have been for 2015 or 16. Right. Um, and you were booked for a show? No, no. So what it was is, like, generally, 
at Woodford, if, as a comedian, you just do like these gala spots. And, okay. And, you, you know, it's like five or six acts, 10 minutes each. Right. Do like one a day or something. And sometimes they'll have like spoken word events or something like po- poetry, poets oh, slam versus poetry. Yeah, yeah slam poetry yeah, versus sick. comedy or, <laughs> you know, other folky, weird stuff that they have at Woodford. Try and, you know, pit that against comedy. Right. But th- that year that I was doing it, um, I was doing one-hour shows, which I hadn't done before at Woodford. Okay. Um, you know, in a tent every day, uh, which is really... Like, it's gr- it's fine when you're doing the gala, and it's just 10 it's minutes. Just doing 10 minutes, yeah. But an hour every day... Like, I used to be one of those people that refused to wear shorts on stage, thought mm. it was a bad move. You know, how can someone take me seriously? If they well, it's got a huge um, stigma to it, doesn't it? But then I, I started doing comedy in Darwin and Cairns, where it's like, whatever. Exactly. Whatever. And yeah, exactly. I was doing comedy in Woodford. Yeah. And it, it was Wear just your like, shorts. And it was like, you need, no, you need to grow up. All <laughs> right. You need to grow up by acting like a little boy and putting on short shorts. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, literally, I, I may as well have been naked. I was wearing like footy shorts and a singlet. Right. Um, Jeez, you would have looked like you weren't supposed to be there. <laughs> People would have walked in and be like Oh no, the sound guy must have must have taken over for a free And you know what was funny? I remember um, I, I, I remember one of those gigs I was wearing contact lenses And I was like, man, it is so hot Look at this sweat And this guy in the audience came up And he sprayed me with a water bottle Right And he was like, can I spray you? I was like, go for it, dude I need some spray But um, it must not have been water It must have been something else And it got in my contact lens this is like the first minute of the show. Oh, I got like four, I got forty-seven minutes to go. I had to pull out a fucking contact lens. Holy shit! In the first fucking minute. Fucking hell. But anyway, so uh, my last one-hour show because of the because I was doing one-hour shows every day. I was not drinking or taking any uh, illicit substances, and so, but I, I was like, oh, my last show. Once that's done, go for broke. Yeah, we're going for broke. And I remember my girlfriend at the time, as soon as I came off stage, she was like, just put this cap in my mouth. And right. was like, let's go, babe. Fuck yeah. Let's yeah, launch. Let's fucking go. Yeah. And um, and we're out, we're drinking. I had like a tab of acid as well. And um, having a great time drinking. I get a phone call from Woodford. I'm thinking to congratulate me on a successful Woodford run. <laughs> You've done six hours, mate. You've bloody done an awesome job. We just wanted to call you. We don't usually do this. Yeah. We don't usually ring acts after they've finished their run, but yours is exceptional. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, sometimes they call you to offer you like another show. Okay. Like, I, yeah. And, you know, in my mind, I was like, whatever it is, fucking no. Yeah. They called me up and they were like, Maddie, where are you? And I'm like, what do you mean? Where am I? They're like, mate, we got you penciled in here for the comedy debate. Starts in five minutes. We need you down at the bloody lunar fucking cave or whatever the stage was called. And I was like, oh fuck. I'll don't worry, I'll be there because that's you know as a comedian that's your we've got to go. That's your go to like fucking. Yeah. I'll be there. Don't worry. So, how long after your so when they Acid call me, cat. so when they call me, I'm I'm not, I wouldn't even say I'm coming up yet. This is, we're right. like we're like, fif- like we're like this. we're like fifteen minutes. Yeah, we're like fifteen minutes. So you're thinking I'll no, 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 oh, no. But I know as I'm getting to there that like it's just gonna get worse and worse and worse and worse. Right. 
And uh, I go backstage and there's like all these comedians I grew up like fucking like loving watching on TV. It's like Judith Lucy. Right. Um, fucking Rod Quantock, Captain Snooze. <laughs> right. And they've and they've got like pages and pages of notes. Yeah. And I don't even know what the topic of this debate <laughs> is. Or if you're on the affirmative or whatever. Exactly. Holy Appar- shit. Apparently they sent me an email. I didn't get and it. Judith I had a, I had a Nokia phone. I don't I didn't get the fucking email. <laughs> and Judith Lucy's on one of the teams as well. Yeah. And um, fucking hell. The topic was YOLO. I found out the topic once. was YOLO. You only live once, which I thought was. Um, Pretty lame to be talking about that in 2016 with those old farts. Yeah. <laughs> no offence. Yeah, well, what, well no, you're, you're right, though. Yeah. Like, what are they... Like, I to... felt lame talking yeah. about it. Yeah, it's like, yeah, we're, hi, we're a bunch of, like, 40-year-olds. Let's talk about a term that's been coined by 15-year-olds. Yeah, I'm the youngest person here. <laughs> and, uh... So you're now a cap and a tab deep after six days of doing comedy shows at the festival yeah, you've so now rocked up to a backstage full of comics that you know and admire and you've got to do a fucking debate yeah on YOLO. are you affirmative YOLO like no, yeah was... you only live once or you don't only live once you don't only live once right so you're saying so that I'm you're on immortal the, I'm on the, <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm on I'm on the negative right yeah Right, right. I was arguing that you uh, you live more than once, right. which wasn't a hard concept <laughs> for me to grasp in that moment. Yeah. I was seeing the light myself. <laughs> um, and we go on stage and I'm looking at my phone, which is one of the worst things you can do when you're coming up on drugs in the yeah. first place. And I'm looking, it's not making any nah. sense, the old phone. It's not making any sense. <laughs> Making any sense at all? And I had, I think I had Dave Callan next to me, and I was like, "Dude, I can't do this." Jeez, his voice. What am I going to do? And he's like, "It'll be okay. <laughs> yeah. know, whatever. It will be fine." <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah." I told him what my problem was, and he was like, "You should just mention that." Yeah, you should, probably, you should probably talk about that. But I was still really scared because the person who, so I think I was like closing. I wasn't the team captain, so I wasn't presenting the final argument, but I was the final speaker for my team. Right. And uh, the person who was the final speaker for the other team, I think it was Otto and Astrid, I think their names are. Okay. Um, anyway, they got Amanda Palmer, I think it was, okay. who was one of the headline acts at the festival that year, to come on stage and sing a song with them to support their side of the argument. Oh, so now you're really up against it. Yeah, now I... Fucking hell. Now, yeah, now I'm... This It was the scariest moment. Up until life. 15 minutes ago, you didn't even know you were doing this. You didn't even know what the fucking topic was. <laughs> yeah, I can't even get my... And I can't even get my phone... I can't even understand my phone enough to, like, even try and find even an old joke that I have right. that might fit in yeah. to this context. And so I get up there and I was like, I was yeah. like, I'll just tell them the truth. I was like, I, 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 does anyone here know what candy flipping is? Does anyone know? Like, I was asking, like, you know, I was asking everyone on stage, like, do you know what candy flipping is? Do you, Dave, do you know? No, nah, you don't know. Um, fucking Amanda, no. And because it was Woodford. They knew. They fucking <laughs> knew. <laughs> Awesome. So the audience has already gone. Yeah, this guy gets it. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, well, candy flipping, if you don't know what it is, is when you take MDMA and uh, LSD at the same time. Now, why would a smart, young, intelligent man such as myself have done such a thing if you don't live more than once? <laughs> Which is like, you know, it's an all right joke yeah. for the situation. Like, it's not the 
best, not ball bustingly funny, but because it's Woodford, yeah. the crowd was like, <laughs> yes! And it just went off. And for the rest of the festival, for the rest of like, you know, it was, it was only like a day or two to go. But everywhere I went, especially that night, it was just like, oh my God, it's the candy flipping dude. Holy shit. Like people were like throwing glitter in my face, shoving shit into the back of my pocket. Like I was, I was going off, man. Like fucking, I was, big, awesome. I, was I was bigger than Dr. Carl after that, man. Like. People are like fucking running away from a selfie with Dr. Carl just to <laughs> chuck a fucking pill down my back pocket. <laughs> and, you know, like, it was great. It was one of my greatest ever performances. I was mm. so proud of it. And they were recording it for the ABC. Oh, um, shit. Which, of course, they use none of it. Yeah, I was going to say, did yours even make it to the broadcast? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> They're like, and the third speaker. Oh, unfortunately, we didn't uh, get that footage. Yeah, so. fuck them. Defund them. I don't <laughs> care. Um <laughs> Uh, for, uh, and then as, when the show ends We lost the debate I've never won a comedy debate How did you not win the debate with that point? Uh, because we didn't have a fucking ukulele And a <laughs> fucking amazing little song Alright So that's why that's not fucking fair it It's a comedy fair. debate yeah. You can't bring in music When we're all sitting over there Like oh, 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 oh. To be fair, your team was a man down anyway. Yeah, but you have your little musical debate. I've never even seen a musical debate. Like, I guess they have rap battles, but I've never seen a fucking ukulele fucking folky dipsticks. Anyway, I don't mean that. I I love folky dipsticks. I want to come back to Woodford. I didn't mean that. Uh, But anyway, so we finished the show, and, and then as the show ends, there's Bob Hawke. Because Hawkey, him and his wife, um, for, like if they'd come and watch a show, because they because he was so old, and probably because he was so fucking famous, um, he'd have to sit side of stage and he'd watch the whole show side of stage, and I right yeah, and I didn't realise he was there obviously because I was you know I was looking at a light fixture for yeah. majority of the time <laughs> I was there. So we we we're, we're walking off the stage and I'm fucking you know. I got a fucking stiff one in my pants. I'm like, I'm about to shake Hawkey's hand, man. Like, I was like, oh man, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell my dad about this. And then I was like, you're definitely not telling your dad about this. <laughs> and uh, so I go up and shake Hawkey's hand. And, you know, fucking Bob Hawke, dude. Mm, that's it's one of huge. one of Australia's greatest ever prime ministers, if not the fucking greatest, in in my opinion. Mm. You know, I think in many of also also one of the loosest units yeah. to ever walk the planet. What's Earth. the world record? He's got the record for scaling the yard class. Yeah, the yard class. Yeah, yeah, and he's a scholar. Yeah, exactly, a kindred spirit, <laughs> right? So yeah. it was a magical moment. Um, and I go up to shake his hand after he's just listened to me say all that horrible candy shit. Candy flipping. Yeah. yeah, candy flipping. And he, as he's shaking my hand, he goes. How old did you say you were, young fella? <laughs> and I was 23 at the time. I was like, oh, I'm 23 years old. And he goes, yep, and you look like you've lived every fucking second of those 23 <laughs> years, haven't you, mate? <laughs> 